Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. Another coach bites the dust in the NFL. Get to that in just a second. Would it surprise anybody if I told you it was Brandon Staley of the Los Angeles Chargers? It would not surprise me. At this point, yeah. But at this point, yeah. (laughs) Yes and no, and no and yes. Him and Tom Telesco just keep looking at each other like, you want to do another week? It's a former Tom Telesco employee, but it is not Brandon Staley. Who got fired? I first will remind everybody that uh, primetime NFL games are available free from Westwood One live here on 97.3 The Fan and on the Odyssey app tonight at 4.30. Listen to the Bears and Vikings and then Thursday, Seahawks Cowboys right here on 97.3 The Fan or simply download the Odyssey app and search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. I saw if the Vikings win tonight, it will be the greatest weekend ever for favorites covering in the NFL. So far, 12 of 15 favorites have covered. 13 Damn. of 16 would be a record. So, I had a 4 for 4 day in the NFL well, yesterday. You know, which lo- never a lot of people bet on favorites, so that is a very bad day for the sports books <laughs> and a very good day for the sports bettors out there that the favorites were uh, generally coming true, which is ironic because the week started with the first game on Thanksgiving was a giant upset. The Packers, I think, eight and a half point underdogs who beat the Detroit Lions outright on, on Thanksgiving morning uh, to start the week. But since then, it has been absolute dominance by the favorites. Um, one of the big underdogs, of course, was the 1-9, and nine, now 1-10 and 10, Carolina Panthers, who this morning have fired Frank Reich, their head coach, after just 11 games. It was his first season with the Carolina Panthers after uh, leaving the Indianapolis Colts, former San Diego Chargers offensive coordinator as well. Then let me ask you a question. Sure. What do you think went wrong in the Frank Reich era? Again, only, what, 11 games? Oh, oh, so, so much. So much. Like, if you had to pin, well, pinpoint it. Well, I would it. say that uh, his general manager picked a quarterback first overall, played them, and wasn't quite ready to contribute productively at the NFL level yet in Bryce Young. Yeah, and you take the fall for and that. And he takes the fall for it. 1-10 um, is not good, but it's hard to judge a coach after 11 games. I, I, I mean, think it is. You know, Especially a guy with a track record like Frank Reich has of being a pretty decent he's, coach. He's okay, yeah. He's, he's Wasn't he okay in He's in, okay in Indy. Indy. He's yeah. okay. Aren't most coaches, in fact, okay. just okay? Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, he joins uh, Josh McDaniel, second coach, I believe, fire now in the NFL this year. Uh, the Raiders kind of started turning things around. Now, they lost yesterday 
uh, after taking a 14 nothing lead against the Kansas City Chiefs and ended up getting their doors blown off in the second half by Kansas City. I was sweating that one. But yeah, I had that one. Did you was, have the Chiefs yes, as a favorite? Was no, yeah, I was laying yeah. nine yeah. points, and it's 14 So now it's you're 23, 23 down. down. I'm like, God dang it. But, you know, Raiders are going to do what the Raiders do. And, yeah, I mean, other than the, the, the Bills-Eagles game yesterday. That was, was the game of the season. Just a spectacular Spectacular football game. See, just, Benny's got the uh, Vikings tonight in your survivor pool. I oh. do. I cannot get away from SDSU love. He, <laughs> any chance he gets. He, that's why you did it. Uh, it was more that I had used all the other teams that seemed to make sense. I, so. I, just for the record, I bet the Vikings. Tonight, I'm not, so let's I, stay hot. I'm not feeling 100% confident that you know Justin Fields is back for the Bears. And they played decently last week. So it's spread tonight. But they're at home and you know, I'm I'm all in on Joshua Dobbs as, as quarterback. Yeah, I like Kevin kid. O'Connell. So Minnesota minus three. Yeah, yep. it's not a huge favorite. But I I've used most of the favorites. We're now in week twelve of the season. So I've used a lot of my winners already. And you're having to start to scrape a little more of the bottom of the barrel for the survivor picks. But that I mean, do you feel bad for the Bills? Do you feel like they they deserve what they get because they are now six and six despite? And someone tweeted oh, this to me. Boy, I, didn't, I saw this. I did not Here we go. Out. Here we go. But they are absolutely the twenty twenty three San Diego Padres there of the is NFL. No question. Their point differential of plus one hundred and one wow. is the second best in the AFC. Even better than the first place Dolphins, but despite that, they have a, a 500 record. Despite that, they have a 500 record at six and six. Yeah, it's it's they massively win, they familiar. win big and they lose close, yep. just like the Padres did this last season. Exactly right. Got star players and Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Yet when push comes to shove, they find ways to lose those close games, just oh. like they did yesterday. And I mean, yesterday wasn't even entirely their fault. They. They forced a 59-yard field goal in the rain and the wind. Almost always, you've done your job. There's, I mean, Stephon Diggs was on the sideline like, we got this dub. This is a, we're taking this one home. I mean, when he kicked it, you went, oh, who was my it? Tony God. Romo who was doing the game was like, you know, no chance of making right. this. This is this is insane. You, you why do you even try this? You can't make a 59-yarder in the rain in in the wind outdoors. That's just it's nuts. And Jake Elliott. Absolutely nailed it. I thought it was going to slice, and then it stayed just Dude, inside the wind perfectly. perfectly. Like you know, I mean, like Scottish golf out there. You know, aim left of the fairway, yeah. let the wind blow yes. back down to the this middle. Incredible. You know, three hundred yard drive sneaks it in there. It was incredible. And then of course the Bills get the, get the they actually win the coin flip. They get the ball in overtime. They're driving down. Looks like maybe they'll score the touchdown and win it. And he's got Josh Allen has his receiver open. And I guess it was one of those where you're trying to read whether the receiver is going to cut left or right, and Josh thought he was going to go right, cut left, and, I mean, Jim Nance was like, here it is for the win! And the ball just lands, like, six feet away from him in the end zone. Like, he was open. You had him. You had two steps on the guy. Game was over. Instead, they kicked the field goal. Eagles get their turn, go right down the field, and score on the Jalen Hurts touchdown keeper. Great call on that play with the blitz. Just completely uh, waltzed into the end zone, basically, to score another come-from-behind win for the Philadelphia Eagles. They look they look so good. I mean, actually, they can look so bad Do at times. Yeah. I don't know. They can look really bad. At, somebody made the comparison. They're like UW. They're like Washington. I mean, they can look like absolute ass, but they just don't lose. They are... Um, 
That was the fourth. They've won five in a row. The last four of them, they've been outgained. And in most of those, outgained by a lot by the other team. You don't usually win football games when you're consistently outgained by the opposing offense. They friggin' win. They find a way to win. But it's it's fourth straight amazing. comeback, fourth straight win when they've been outgained, second five-game winning streak of the season, and first team to ten wins this year. I don't know. Are they the best team in the NFC? Do you still think that's the 49ers who are 8-3? and three? <sighs> They look pretty good over the weekend. You know, I don't think it's the Detroit Lions. They're they're fun, but they're not they're not quite there yet. I think it's still between the 49ers, the Eagles, the Cowboys. They beat up on the bad teams. Let me know when they beat a good team and I'll tell you if, if they have a chance in the playoffs this year, but I'm fully anticipating an Eagles 49ers NFC Championship and because of all these close wins, it's a good chance it's going to be in Philly. Now, the 49ers and Eagles, don't they play they played last week, right? They play this weekend. They play this weekend, right? That's the I'm trying to remember what's the uh, the schedule on that one. But now Philly has a two game lead, so they are going to have that advantage San going Francisco forward at Philly Sunday afternoon. Sunday Oof. afternoon, yeah, it's the one twenty five game on Fox this Sunday, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean the 49ers need to win that one for sure and still make up another game later in the season if they hope to uh, get home field advantage in the NFC. How giddy were you last night watching the Chargers of Los Angeles? Eh, You know, the usual amount of satisfaction of watching them lose. I mean, fully expected to see them lose last night on Sunday Night Football. I didn't necessarily expect them to score three points until like deep into the fourth quarter. Even against the Ravens, you feel like Justin Herbert, they're going to get something here and there. They're going to score some points. They're probably going to give up some points. Instead, it was a a very low-scoring, very defensive-oriented game for both teams. And, you know, just ultimately the Chargers made too many bad plays. They turned it over four times, didn't force any turnovers. You're not going to win games in the NFL when you lose the turnover battle 4 nothing. And that's just that's just the plain fact of it that the Chargers uh, shot themselves in the foot too many times in that game last night. Got it. Yeah, they're I watched, four and seven. I, I watched most of it. They're done, so yeah. That's... I mean, if they won the rest of their games, they could get to ten and seven, which probably gets you into a wild card tiebreaker. But they have to win six in a row just to potentially get into a wild card tiebreaker, which there's no guarantee they will actually get the tiebreaker. So the slimmest now of playoff chances at this point for the LA Chargers. Team of the future every year. Uh, if you want to join us for Take on Woods, uh, we're still trying to qualify listeners for the two-night getaway to Resorts World in Las Vegas. Uh, you have to call now for our musical trivia game, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We're just a minute or two away from playing. So dial up now, get in uh, early this week to Take on Woods, uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, any other big games yesterday you wanted to get to? We talked about the Rams are all of a sudden a game out of a playoff spot, Kind of stunning the way they've started the season, but Matthew Stafford threw four touchdown passes in a 37-14 route of the Cardinals. The NFC is so mediocre right now. It feels like 85% of the NFL is all mediocre. After right the Eagles, 49ers, and Cowboys, it's just basically Lions maybe, but they, the next seven or eight teams are all right around 500. They're all just about the same. None of them are probably going to do anything if they get to the playoffs, but they can all still have that hope that they can get there because, you know, no one is really, you know, stepping up and, and showing that they really deserve to be there at the end of the season. 
Uh, Steelers got a 16-10 win over the Bengals, so they move into the top wildcard spot in the AFC. But that's a crowded playoff race. The AFC is just a little bit better uh, than the deeper than the NFC this year. How uh, about those Broncos, Benjamin? Five right, straight yeah, there's wins, a story. dude. After a one and five start, <laughs> that's unbelievable. They have won five in a row. They are now above 500 at six and five. And Sean Payton, who was kind of the laughing stock, literally was like, "Oh, he lost the f- to the Jets. Gave up 70 to the." To the Dolphins. The foot in his mouth, you know, all his bluster in the offseason. Here they sit. Russell Wilson looked like he was, I mean, he looked like he was done last year. He looked double done earlier this year. It's not like he's dominating, but he's he's doing what they need him to do. They're scoring enough. Their defense is playing really well. They had three turnovers, takeaways yesterday against the Browns, which is a decent Browns team. Quarterbackless, but decent Browns team. The Denver Broncos are an absolute playoff contender now in the AFC. Beyond so, crazy. Yeah, that's definitely one of the surprises we've seen. A worst game had to be Giants-Patriots. I did not watch no one, one I mean, I can't imagine anyone it. did. The uh, Patriots lose again. Missed a field goal that would have sent the game to overtime in the final seconds. 10-7. Very, very exciting Good football God. <laughs> right there. All right, we got a contestant on the line. Let's get to it. It is time for our first game this week of Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 All right, Chris, you are up this morning. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm good. All right, Woods is gone. I'll tell you, you are playing for the uh, qualifying for the two-night stay at Resorts World Las Vegas and two tickets to Luke Bryan. His show is Final Engagements, running December 29th through January 6th at Resorts World Theater. Tickets are on sale now at rwlasvegas.com, but you can win them by beating or tying Woods in our five-question musical trivia challenge. And you get to pick our category, Chris. So here are your choices. One step at a time. Five musical answers with the word step. 365 days. Those are artists and song titles, including the word year. And our mystery category. Which you don't get the details on, but the two-second song will uh, will reveal all on that one. So one step at a time, 365 days, or the return of the mystery category. Wow. Uh, let's let's shoot for the mystery category. Oh, all right. Going right to the mystery category. All right, Polly set that one up. The mystery category is back in this version of Take on Woods. Getting the song title of our two-second song will unlock the clue to help you answer the rest of our questions. So, hey, even if you don't get it, you can still get as many as you can. Pass if you don't know an answer. We'll come back to it at the end of the 60 seconds if there is time. Remember, when Paul plays the music, you need to give me the title and the artist to score that point. And then don't forget that title, because this will be very important for the rest of your questions. Chris, are you ready to play? Let's do it. All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. In the mystery category, good luck, Chris. Let's take on Woods. Oh, Oh, my gosh, I know this. Something about the middle. Uh, It's the middle by... Ah! Oh, man, what's the name of that band? We we can come back to it. All right, John Fogarty sings, Put Me In, Coach, I'm Ready to Play Today, in which baseball-themed 1985 hit... Field. Correct. Michael Madsen's ear-cutting scene in Reservoir Dogs is set to the music Stuck of which... in the middle with you. Correct. Wheel. The Jay Giles Band hit number one in 1981 with which song about a guy who sees his high school crush in a racy magazine? 
Oh, freeze frame. No, according to the pretenders, uh, where... uh, uh, (laughs) Too late. According to the pretenders, where do you see the darndest things like fat guys driving around in Jeeps through the city? Oh, for crying out loud. Can you get the uh, the artist for our two-second song? Oh, it's called The Middle. What it is. is that? Oh, so you got no. the song title. It is The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. And, of course, The Middle, or The Center, was our theme. Center Field, Stuck in the Middle with You. Centerfold, which you got a little at late after saying Freeze Frame. And Middle of the Road is that Pretender song. That's three. We'll see if it's good. Hold on the line. We'll see if that holds up against Woods. Maybe a tie. I don't know. I feel like he's going to do pretty well on this so. one, but he might he might mess up. All right, we got a uh, we got a mystery category again. Chris's score is locked in. So you're playing against uh, Chris. Remember, Chris visited us in studio with his son Beckett. Oh, oh my man, Chris, he's a Chris. music guy. All right, he's a music his, guy. Uh, his score is locked in. Remember how the mystery category works. The title of the two second song will unlock your theme for the rest of the uh, the questions. Isn't it always that way? No. 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 All right. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of. But usually I give you the theme beforehand. This Never time give me it. the theme. I don't. Never I'm very confused. The theme. So basically every category is a mystery category to you. Correct. All right. 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins and Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Chris. That's Jimmy Eat World, the middle. Correct. John Fogarty sings, put me in coach. I'm ready to play today in which baseball-themed 1985. Field. Correct. Michael Madsen's ear-cutting scene in Reservoir Dogs is set to the music of which 1970s ditty by Steeler's Wheel. Stuck in the middle with you. Correct. The Jay Giles Band hit number one in 1981 with which song about a guy who sees his high school crush in a racy Centerfold. Mag- Correct. According to the pretenders, where do you see the darndest things like fat guys driving around in Jeeps through the city? seconds left to think it over what's the what's the clue uh, something middle center middle center of my tank no nope, middle of the road <laughs> but a four three Very win close. over chris middle of the road just thinking oh, of jimmy yeah. eat world. world jimmy eat world was the difference there he could not come Oof. up with the artist of the middle chris thank you for playing i love An admirable attempt great job certainly uh, you can try again anytime you want i'm but, sorry uh, i had sorry i had to thrash you woods takes it on a monday today in the mystery category yeah they're all you don't have to tell me that all right, we've got a uh, we got a Ben like flub. Don't <laughs> <laughs> do this. Oh boy, this and, is amazing. And Woods with uh, just a take he thought was so correct. I loved it that he in- insisted on putting it in. Do do this today. You know, it takes a lot of balls to stick up to the goat. It does. It really, really to get on television and to call Tom Brady. <laughs> Essentially a moron. Especially when your career did not in close to match up to his. It's exactly right. But you like I this. loved this. You like this. Plus, there's a San Diego connection, oh which God. is always good. I wasn't going to match Never mind. Jesus you know, Christ. Never mind. We're doing now. something else. <laughs> oh, we'll get God, to it's Don't exhausting. Do This right it's after exhausting. a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan.
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. Oh, we're already looking at uh, Christmas presents, although I'm sure a lot of people did a ton of their shopping over the weekend. Black Friday and now it's Cyber Monday. People get off to such early starts. I'm about, I'm, to, be, I'm about to be broke. I'm a dude. procrastinator when it comes to buying gifts. I, I won't even start for a couple of weeks. Oh, your family's so lucky. As <laughs> <laughs> so are your co-hosts. <laughs> then again, we did forget his birthday. I'm so. a bad shopper. So, I'm not going to deny that. That's that's for just sure. a cop-out. That's a cop-out because you don't want to do it. No, it's, fine. it's also I'm bad at it, too. It's fine. No, I mean, you can, you can get good at it. You know, it's not hard to be a good shopper. Buy people what they want. There you go. It's done. It's fine. The, yeah, that's it. I would like this. Here you go. I you're feel you're like, now that, a good shopper. I don't know. That sometimes doesn't work either. That's what you wanted. Here it is. You buy them yeah, exactly what they want. No surprises, though. Table I mean, isn't this. the best thing when you surprise someone with some, something they didn't even know they wanted in the first that's place? That's also good, but that's also very risky, especially if we're talking that's about our the wives. That's best gift, though. Yeah, it is. Like, but... I didn't even know I wanted that. That's amazing. <laughs> sure. This is the best gift I I ever got it. I got Make a I've gotten, coupon. Gotten. You should make a coupon book. I can't talk, and neither can uh, one of our Don't Do This stories. Come well, that's coming up next. Yeah. This was a... I had never heard of Josh Giddy until this weekend, and... I uh, saw all this hubbub going on online and went, well, who the hell's Josh Giddy? And then I saw a picture of him. I'm like, he looks like a kid. Who is this guy? He plays professional basketball yeah. for the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, apparently. And, well, he's allegedly involved in an appropriate relationship with an underage girl. They're saying she potentially could be 15 years oh, old. God. He's 21. 
disgusting. Uh, he offered no comment on Friday. He was asked about the allegations. They surfaced uh, on social media, and I did see the way that they surfaced. It was a uh, young lady on on Instagram or TikTok. I think this was Snapchat. Snapchat. Actually. Okay. Well, she's got a shirtless Josh Giddy behind her. She is also topless, and the uh, quote on there was "I effed Josh Giddy" and uh, just said it, just straight out, just said. I did the just effed Josh Giddy, and I went. Well, that's pretty damning. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I would say. I mean, it's whatever happens. He's in the don't, picture. Don't kiss and tell. Yeah, there it's... was there were more though. There was more like videos oh, yeah. that came around where it's like no, no, no. Like they're in a relationship. Like he yes. had his arm around her, and he was like dating. Perhaps. Hey, how's it going, mate? Uh, I'm with your beautiful sister right now, and I uh, just wanted to give you a shout Dude. out. And I'm like, oh my god, it is unreal. So uh, you would think, uh, you know, you you get announced at your home arena. And you too. It's got to be thunder, like thunderous booze for a, a potential pederast that is on your team. Oh no! Oh no! Thunderous applause at the Paycom Center in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, on Saturday. Apparently, they're okay with that. That's fine, Josh. You're 21. She's 15. Congratulations, bud. What if it was 19 and 17? In the year 1917, no, no, it probably wouldn't have been a problem. Two-year difference. That's okay, right? I think, the, well, it depends on the age of consent. And I think in Oklahoma, the age of consent is 17. Yeah. So, yeah, 16, no problem. Is it 16? Well, she's 15. So 2016 would also be okay. 20, but 21, okay. 15 is not. I mean, I have a 14-year difference with my wife. Problem is, the only difference is I didn't start dating her when she was 14. And I was 28. That would have been weird. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, he's in a spot. He's in a spot of trouble. I I think it started coming out on Thursday night. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. It started surfacing, and then he immediately um, turned off comments on his Instagram. And I go, oh, he did it. He did it. (laughs) So done. Oh, Oh, never, never change, Oklahoma. Never, ever change. All right. What do uh, the Colorado Buffaloes and San Diego State Aztecs have in common? Woods? The Colorado Buffaloes and the San Diego State Aztecs. Mm, did they have the same record? They, they both do. finished yeah. four and eight. They Tough. both lost eight of nine at one point in this season. The Buffs finished losing eight of their last nine, falling to Utah uh, 23-17 in their in on that season finale. Uh, they played without uh, what Shadur Sanders was out um, in that last game, but they hung in against a Utah team that was ranked for much of the season. But that's not why they made it into Don't Do This. Uh, you sent some audio from yeah. the uh, the broadcast of, yeah, of that game. Fantastic. This was uh, Rocky Bernstein and Lincoln Kennedy. Roxy. Oh, on, Roxy was on the game? Yeah, uh, Pac-12 Network. An illegal crackback block on the safety. That was so, Lincoln uh, Kennedy, What is he huh? trying it, to say <laughs> At first I thought he was going to say crockpot. This is illegal no, crockpot. This is little, uh, little cocktail wieners, cocktail wieners. In, in the crockpot. Crockpot. Then. An illegal crockpot or crock Crackback block. Right. Crackback block. It's really a tough one to say. Crackback block. It's not easy to say. Be an illegal crockback or crack crackback block on the safety. He says it. He's like, damn it. Cocktail wieners in the crock pot. Cocktail wieners in the cock pot. In the crock pot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Crackback block on the cock. Crackback block. Be an illegal crockback or cock. Crap 
black block on the safety. Still, the I think he said crack black block even. Still didn't get it. I listened to it a hundred times. That, like, is well, a, that is a football tongue twister. Crack back block. Crack back block on the safety. Bro, stuff like that tickles me to no end. And I thought that was really, really I'm not the really... only one out no, there. No, God, I'm no. the only God. one. Crackback block. Oh, you know, oh, crackback nice. block. Very nice ones. Thank you. All right, finally, your, uh, your hot take king, Alex Smith. You love this uh, take. D-D mega dude. Well, you Former know, Helix High School quarterback. You know what's funny is, uh, I, I'm sure we didn't even play it last week, but... There was a, a piece of audio that came out, and Tom Brady was just talking about. It was it was great. It was great audio, and they asked him, "Tom, your thoughts on the state of the game?" And I just I think I was taken aback a little bit because the guy's barely been out of pro football, and he full on went, you know, old man. He full on went like Jeff Fry. Old man, it was called, better in my day. Called the NFL mediocre. Yeah, mediocre. It's mediocre, and which, by the way, he might be right. It's there. There is some it's, mediocrity. It's not a, Here's a the crazy thing. wrong take. Here's the thing, and this what this is what gets the old baseball heads in trouble at times. They didn't do everything perfect in '81 and '82. They didn't. You had half the guys out there on amphetamines. <laughs> you had there were bat flips in '81. You know, it's not. You look back at it in, with such a fond memory because you never remember the bad stuff. Well, you only yeah, remember you, the good you think stuff. Of, you think of the best teams of an era when you think back and go, yeah, ah, love the way those St. Louis Cardinals played back in the early sure. 80s. And you think of the best. They were a really great team. You never think of the teams that finished yeah. dead last, though, in those eras. It, it, exactly. And how bad they were, too. And how, how uninspiring that baseball was. So. Tom Brady says, ah, oh, it sucks now, it's mediocre, blah, blah, blah. Alex Smith, who is just, I mean, the guy fits right in. He fits right in. They had him on one of the sit-down shows. I don't remember which one. He's but, uh, ESPN, isn't ESPN. he? ESPN. Yeah. But they asked, him about, uh, they asked him about Tom's comments. I thought this took a lot of stones to say about Tom Brady. And, and B, I thought it was really well articulated, and I feel like he's right. Well, Alex... You've been in his position, <laughs> retiring and then watching the game from a distance. Do you agree with Tom Brady? I mean, a, a lot here, Sam. Um, listen, first off, let me just preface this. I love Tom, the GOAT. But you don't need to say that. But yeah. you need to say it. Just get him. First off, he hasn't been retired that long. He was just playing. Like, he just won a Super Bowl in the current game. Like, is he discounting that one? Um, and then my, my biggest complaint with this, and, and no offense to you guys, well, all three of you guys, he played in the most uncompetitive division, I think, in NFL history. I mean, you come out of training camp, the biggest cupcake division. Rex you got to take it to the playoffs right away. Like, talk about mediocre. Not like, wrong. I, I completely disagree with this. I, I know I know he's, he's referencing the rule changes over the middle to the receiver, but in my opinion, I think the game's gotten better. There's more parity across the league. Quarterback play is at an all-time high, I think, across the league. Like the best, you've you've got the best athletes playing the position. We didn't have this 30, 40 years ago. And then I also, you know, uh, listen, he's referencing also that offense is down, right? Like the numbers this year. To me, I kind of think we're in a golden age of D linemen. I think that is, uh, I think it's very wise of Alex Smith to approach it because he is right. It was a terrible division. The Bills were horrible every year. The Jets were horrible. The Dolphins were 
horrible. And the the Patriots were great, and they ran roughshod. They didn't have to worry about making the playoffs or Never. taxing themselves Never, late ever. in the season. They were always set up well for the playoff run because there was no one to compete with them. If you put Tom Brady in against that division now, he would still be great. But he didn't have to face Josh Allen. He didn't have to face Tua and that, that Dolphins offense. The Jets are still terrible. Fair enough. I mean, maybe if Aaron Rodgers was healthy, it would be different. They've got a great defense, at least, that would be make life tougher on Tom Brady. He didn't really have to face a challenge. I mean, how many years did they just go 6-0 and against the uh, AFC East? You know, almost, every, seemingly every year. 5-1, and 6-0, 5-1, 5-1, 6-0. You know, Rob makes a good point in the chat. He said, look, he's not taking away the rings. The rings are spectacular, and they're you know highly competitive to get those, no doubt. He's explaining it's much easier to get to the playoffs because of what? The mediocrity of that division seemingly every single year. Every single year. I mean, it was a cakewalk for him into the playoffs every year. Now, the other way you could look at it is, well, Tom Brady was also really effing good, and that's why he he made those teams mediocre. But they played other opponents and still got waxed all the time. Uh, Tom Brady is the GOAT. There's no doubt about it. I am surprised he went full. Old man yells at clouds. Like, three months after he hung him up, is it's weird for me. But, hey, listen. Who might argue with that guy? That guy knows more about football than, than almost and anybody. So Alex Smith. Yeah, it's true. On anybody on the planet. And that is don't and do do this for a Monday. That was don't do this with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Ooh, the Aztecs almost had a don't do this style loss on Saturday. Another lead blown. Did pull it out in the end. They got another game coming up tonight. Get Boy, into the sweating uh, this one. college hoops, college football over the weekend. Had the, uh, the giant game, the game. So pretentious that the game featuring the featuring Ohio, the Ohio, State. The Ohio yeah. State and Ann At Michigan, the big house. <laughs> we'll talk about it all coming up next with Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Aztecs will be back in the top 25 later this morning. Or maybe they won't, because I don't really understand the voters or 
what they're looking for at this early junction in the season. Welcome back. It is Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Everybody knows Tony Kornheiser, but to get him unfiltered, check out the Tony Kornheiser Show podcast. Did you know he's been filtered on PTI this entire time? I imagine uh, that he the, was. The unfiltered podcast, though, you get uh, all of his smart, funny takes, his unique perspective on the sports world. Unleash your curiosity and join the conversation. Follow the Tony Kornheiser Show on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we'll get to a little of the the uh, Aztecs game against Cal over the weekend on Saturday, and then a little college football as well after this uh, check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. I don't think it really matters what the sport is. College basketball, football, baseball. When your team has a big lead late and then blows it and you are headed to overtime or extra innings, you then expect your team to lose at yeah, that point. Yeah, it's, it's, it's stand, standard right. sports watching. I, I mean, it's it's momentum 101. Yeah. When, when you've got a double-digit lead in the last couple of minutes, as the Aztecs have had in their last two college basketball games Oof. against Washington and Cal, and you completely blow it and have to go to overtime, you figure... Now oh, the other team's hot. They're feeling it. You can't make anything. You're toast. You're done. And yet somehow the Aztecs have done the same thing twice in a row and pulled out wins in overtime uh, following up their win over Washington and Las Vegas with a Saturday afternoon victory over the Cal Golden Bears. Not a particularly good Cal team. Uh, you know, barely top 200 in the Ken Palm computer metrics. They were up 12 late in the game. The Aztecs just stopped scoring. It was like old school San Diego State. They went, I think, the last 11 and a half minutes of the game. Maddening. Without making a field goal. Hit a couple of free throws. That's about it. Cal whittled the lead down until finally no one scored in the last like minute 45. And the game went to overtime where, fortunately, uh, Jaden Ledee came through with uh, two baskets. The only two baskets the Aztecs scored in the last 16-plus minutes of the game to... Uh, Turn it into a victory for San Diego State. And they are now 5-1. and one. They play Point Loma Nazarene tonight at Viejas Arena, Division II school. So, big favorite to go 6-1. and one. We'll see if they go back into the ratings. But I know you had you had to have a new favorite on your San Diego it's, State it's, team. It's Reese Waters, man. I love that guy. I love everything about him. I love his game. I love this, his backstory. And um, had a really, really nice game. I think 24 points. Uh, I didn't get. I didn't watch the game because on Saturday, Ben, because I watched football from. I told you it was my sedentary day. I didn't move from my from my bed and couch combo all day. I didn't do anything. I think I went outside. I didn't move for much either, minutes. but I, I was able to watch the game without moving. Well, I fell asleep, and I didn't know where the game was, and I didn't <laughs> I want to download the Mountain West app. It's on the Chevron Roku. app again. Cool. <laughs> Join Chevron Rewards. You can catch the Aztecs game. Christ Almighty! I couldn't find it. I look. I did the SDSU Aztecs. I didn't see it. I was like, I'm yeah. going to bed. That was a little harder to find. I think I but. fell asleep by eight o'clock. So. Uh, what I love about Reese Waters, he is now I think twenty three of twenty three from the foul line. It's fantastic this season. It was ten of ten on Saturday. In college, it's so rare to have one of those players where you just count on when they go to the line. And the Aztecs go to the line a lot. They do. D goes to the line a ton. Waters is getting to the line. They out. They went to the free throw line. They made, let me see, I wrote this down. Because uh, it really is pretty incredible for a number like this. They made 31 free throws against Cal, who only made 12. That's a 19-point difference in an overtime game just by getting to the foul line 
and making more shots than their opponent. The Essex were out-rebound 52-38. They only went 5 of 19 from three-point range. As I said, no baskets, the final 11-plus minutes of regulation. Those are all we-lost stats. The only we-won stat was 31 free throws made to 12 free throws made for the opposition. Jaden Ledee had what is now an off game for Jaden Ledee, 19 points and 7 rebounds, uh, but... They had two big guys who were like determined to not let him get the ball. Probably a pretty good strategy right now. Thank goodness for Reese Waters came came through with a season high twenty four points, uh, seven rebounds. Big game as the Aztecs do get that win. Would have been kind of a a not great loss to take on a neutral site against Cal. So five and uh, one, five and one, five and one game tonight. Nah, don't don't worry about the last two games. You managed to find a, a way to win both of those in Washington. Uh, you know, that one, man, they were so hot early. Washington was hitting everything. They, yeah. they were talking about, hey, listen, you want Washington to just chuck those threes up. That's the They're actually playing the right way. Well, the threes went in. It's going to happen from time to time. And they, again, found a way to scratch that victory and out Cal as well. Had a couple, they didn't have depth, but they had a couple of good players that, that gave San Diego State problems. Yeah. So it's going to happen. Size right? can still give SDSU some issues. So they did get that win. Uh, Brady Oak got a win in his final game. Uh, later on Saturday night as well. Good win. Get the old oil can back to San Diego for another year. I've been missing it. Yep. Yeah, I've been saying to myself and Paul. And almost every morning. Almost every morning. Woods comes ah, in and goes, have we gotten the damn Did we get oil the oil can back? Can from I, Fresno State? One of the best traditions in college football, to be sure. <laughs> the old... Like the Iron Bowl is nothing. The old oil can. Can we talk about some of the college football that was on on Saturday? Yeah, for well, the, oh my That was Lord. my transition. And, uh, Brady Hope goes down with a uh, the w- a win, but uh, he is now done as SDSU head coach, and they need to hire a new coach pretty soon because uh, more more openings are kind of going out there. Houston fired their head coach uh, over the weekend. Uh, let's see, Texas A and M just hired Duke's head coach Mike Elko. They did get him. Yeah, he arrived on a private jet in uh, where is it College Station, yeah, Texas, this morning. Dump. Uh, you know, to much fanfare and millions and millions of dollars. Dude, it's crazy because they were talking about on Saturday night, uh, the rumor was that they were going to go get Mark Stoops. So the fan base, men, they were losing their minds. And I mean, like, I was, I, all I did was I just put Mark Stoops in the search bar on X and was reading the comments. I was rolling. They're like, I'm canceling this. No more <laughs> donations. Nothing. If they hire Mark Stoops, is not a good football. Coach. Don't ask me to make donations. Nothing. Not, nothing. nothing. I mean, they were just crushing. Uh, maybe the Aztecs should look at Dana Holgerson, though. He was the one Houston fired. He had a really good offense with West Virginia. And, It'd be fun to have a good offense. I mean, here. Th- that would be nice. I'd throw his name into the hopper for San Diego State. But uh, the big game, or the game, uh, Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, goes to the Wolverines, thirty to twenty-four. Wolverines advance to the Big Ten championship game against Iowa. What's the line going to be on that? I think game? I saw it was like eleven, twenty. No, twenty-one. Is it twenty-one? Twenty-one. Twenty-one for right. uh, Michigan. I mean, Iowa's got a really good defense. They have a really good defense. They cannot score. But they can't score at all. They cannot score. And you know who else has a really good defense? Michigan has a really good defense. They do. Uh, Jim Harbaugh will be back. His oh, suspension is, back? is now okay. over. Yeah, that was the last game of his suspension. So he'll be back on the sideline for the Big Ten championship game. Is it weird that I watched that game? And even though Michigan won, I still think Ohio State's the better team. You know, it's funny you say that because I thought Michigan outplayed them in the first half. And I looked up and I'm like, oh, Ohio State's still hanging around. They're still, and, and they, I think they tied it up. And I'm like, oh man! I, so I, I felt a little different um, 
I felt a little different. Neither quarterback is super impressive at all. I mean, they just neither of them can really throw the football down the field all that well. Um, you know, they they play good defense. There were some garbage, garbage officiating. But listen, uh, yeah. there was garbage. I, I thought the, the Chargers Michigan, got the, robbed the last touchdown night. Should have been a yeah, turnover. I, I'll say that. I mean, look, I will watch. This. Justin Herbert got hit seven feet out of bounds. Yeah, they didn't call it. Horrible. But at least they called the Chargers for uh, unsportsmanlike conduct right. after that. Right. <laughs> um, they had, but that the one play, uh, the little kind of, the little shot up the middle. I mean, dude, it, the ball was moving. I it thought was so moving. Too. Also, crossed the line. His yeah. knee was down before he got in the end zone. It was down before he got in the end zone as he was fumbling the ball, and uh, the guy snatched it out of his hands, and and they ended up calling it. They reviewed it. They called it a touchdown. I uh, guess in college football, it just seems so important where you play. That the big house, Michigan Stadium, was a zoo. Did you see the shot after the game with everybody on the field? Dude, I was claustrophobic. Just made me sick to my stomach. Just watching that. But that's going to be a tough place for anyone to go and win. And I I feel like you play that ten times in Michigan. Ohio State wins five. Michigan wins five. They happen to win that one. You play that ten times at the Horseshoe. Ohio State probably wins eight. And Michigan wins two. I think Ohio State's the better team. But they dropped to number six in the AP rankings. We'll see where they are in the college football playoff rankings Freaking tomorrow. Ryan Day, man, the three straight losses to Michigan, and that's they—they they were showing his record. His record is ungodly. Yeah. But somebody tweeted out over the weekend, "Oh, his record's ungodly against everybody but the teams that Ohio State fans want him to beat." It's it's fifty one and seven. Well, I mean, that's that, the game that you're hired to win. That was Jim Harbaugh three years ago. His record was ungodly against everybody but, but Ohio, Ohio State. State, and now they've won three straight against the Buckeyes. Uh, Shelley was very proud of her Cougs for giving the Washington Huskies all they could handle in the Apple Cup. Came down to a uh, a questionable roughing the passer call and a last second field goal that Washington pulled out that win. They have they're undefeated, but they're not a. They're not a particularly not dominant a, or impressive undefeated team. They're not right a now. confidence inspiring, but you know they have the potential to to you know to flashy to, offense. Yeah, suspect. I defense. mean, they beat Oregon in the se- in the regular season, but Oregon's a big favorite now in the Pac-12 championship game on I, Friday I'm, night. I would leave. the way that, that Washington's played the last few weeks, man. I think Oregon's a fairly easy play but, there. But number five Florida State isn't that much more impressive as an undefeated team. Well, they either. lost their quarterback too. Yeah, that, they're, that well, game, they're missing the quarterback. Championship is Friday night, Friday five night, o'clock yep. uh, in Las Vegas at Allegiant. So uh, Oregon at the neutral site is going to be the favorite over Washington. Washington, obviously, I think they, they get in the playoff with a win. They're pretty much yeah. winning in. It's a nine-point favorite for Oregon's Oregon. got to feel pretty good about their chances if they win two, though, as a one-loss team yep. avenging their only loss of Dude, the year. how about the Alabama-Auburn game? Oh, oh my. my God, fourth and 31. <laughs> Poor Auburn fans. What are you doing? Fourth and goal at the 31. Fourth, yeah, fourth last and goal chance. at the 31. Last All, chance. You have to score a touchdown or you lose because you're down four. Yeah. And they've rushed only two guys. Yeah, two guys. The Alabama quarterback, literally, I thought the clock was going to run out when he was waiting for someone to get open. No one ever really did, but he was the perfect throw to the corner of the end zone. He did that little kind of pushed him in the back push and, then, and then made the catch to win the game. It was I unbelievable. Mean, the, the looks on the Auburn <laughs> fans' faces of it. utter shock, dismay, sadness, it was and grief. It was absolutely an incredible finish. <laughs> that day of college football. And then I got to watch my beloved Notre Dame just rout, rout Stanford, Ben. That made me very happy. Nine wins. You t- what, did I, what did I say at the beginning of the year? 
Give me my nine wins. That's a successful. We're going to go to the Pop Tart Bowl, is what I heard. I said, fantastic. I love Pop Tarts. I'm uh, all in. Don't give away all my real or fake bowl names. Oh, is that one? <laughs> is that coming up this week? Well, the Pop Tart Bowl is very real, and I am in. I am in and, and then, ready to feast. You know, Georgia's won 29 in a row. They don't look invincible. You say that every week. They keep every winning. Every week you they say, keep winning. No, I don't know about Georgia. They keep winning, I'm and then kick uh, your ass. They won, I think it's down to they won, like, what was their final on that one because it was close. Thirty-one twenty-three. Okay, yeah. one score game, uh, and then we're down to probably the three: uh, Bo Nix, Jaden Daniels, and Michael Penix for your Heisman Trophy as the uh, the ballots go out today. So, uh, a little college football talk. We're halfway home. Uh, we'll come back. More Bennett Woods reset everything. Talk some more Padres as well as we return here on ninety-seven three The Fan. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 